Greetings and welcome to another episode of Turbocharged MD. I am your host, Rich Force, CEO of Medical Marketing Solutions. This is season three, episode one. We appreciate everyone who's been listening and hopefully you're getting some great tidbits, some great information on how to properly run the business side of your medical practice via marketing skills, sales skills, and just overall common sense. So today we're going to talk about appointments and scheduling consultations and having appointments for those consultations actually show up, which is one of the most frustrating things I see with medical practices is that you're setting an initial prospect consultation, somebody who's coming into your practice the first time, and a lot of times people aren't showing. And there are a variety of reasons for that. I know it's frustrating, but it's definitely fixable. Uh, you just kind of have to have your ducks in a row and have like everything else, a system built around uh, your appointments because your appointments are super important. The way, way you get new patients into your practice is by having them obviously show up, setting appointments, making sure they show up and then converting them into patients. But first we have to take the first step, which is actually getting them through the door. So typically um, when you're, sales team or your front desk team or what have you is handling inbound calls or receiving lead forms for people that are interested in your services. Uh, the first thing we're going to do obviously is reach out to them. If they're answering the phone, uh, we want to have a conversation with them. And what we are trying to accomplish during that conversation is building quick rapport and then coming up with a mutually agreed upon time for them to come and visit the practice. Now, as far as the actual rapport building is concerned, um, you know, lots of people have different philosophies on, you know, booking appointments and what have you. And, you know, I think that the first thing you really need to do is get to know your caller just a little bit. So although you want to get them through and don't want to give them too much information on the phone, you do want to try to find a connection with them. So, you know, asking questions like, how did you hear about us? Or thank you so much for calling today. Uh, tell me a little bit about what's going on. Great. We have a solution for you. We're going to take care of you. And then, you know, proceeding on to uh, actually making the appointment. But I think if you just answer a phone call and someone says, yeah, I'm interested in your services and you just say, OK, well, why don't you come in for a free consultation? I think it just really behooves you to get a little bit more information about them. Again, their name, their email address, how they heard about you, a little bit about what's going on. You know, where do you live? Something's just going to break the ice and have them feel a little bit more of a connection to you. If they don't feel connected, a lot of times they're not going to feel the urgency to come in and take advantage you know, of that consultation. So being super friendly, being nice, engaging, making sure that your team is just really, you know, wants them to come in and they, they feel the urgency of scheduling those appointments, knowing that your time is valuable and obviously it behooves nobody if somebody doesn't show up and you're sitting there waiting for them or you blocked out an hour in your schedule. You know, one of the key factors to this to think about is whether you are going to charge a consultation fee for the visit or if it's going to be a free consultation. So various camps and thoughts, you know, what I have seen in my experience in the industry is that you get higher show percentage when people pay. So now what should you charge for the consultation fee? Uh, that's you know a whole other story. Depending on what specific treatment they're interested in, sometimes you're gonna just charge them your normal consultation fee. The, the problem with that is if it's four or five, $600, you may have a hard time getting the information for their billing on the phone 
they might say, hey, I want to pay when I get in. But again, with that scenario, you don't, they don't have any skin in the game. So there's absolutely no direct correlation between your appointment and any kind of financial uh, contribution that they've made for their own health. So, you know, what I do suggest is some type of either nominal consultation fee, something that maybe can be applied to the actual treatment or the actual, you know, consultation once they come in and get a full consultation, uh, or, you know, charging something that you think is fair and that you think you can get, you know, while you're on the phone call. So I don't want to say that if somebody doesn't pay, they're not going to show up, but I think what most people would think or what most practices have observed and when I ask around is that you get a lot of no-shows on appointments and again it's typically just because there was an urgency built into the appointment which we'll talk about in a second or you know there's really no financial tie-in to that prospective patient to come in so unequivocally I can say if somebody pays ahead of time and that's going to be another skill set of asking for you know money over the phone. If somebody pays ahead of time, there's a really, really good chance that they're going to show up. If somebody does not pay, it obviously decreases your likelihood of them showing up. But there's other ways to work around that. Again, again, if the relationship between the caller and your staff is phenomenal and they really you know looking and seeking help and they feel good about the conversation, they're going to show up. If the appointment was made, just kind of like get 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 them on and off the phone just to make the appointment, then you're probably going to experience a uh, decrease in your show percentages. So decide whether you want to charge a consultation fee. Uh, I can advocate it both ways. It really just depends on the setup of your team and how comfortable they feel uh, asking for somebody to pay for the consultation up front, which, by the way, should be matter of fact. So, you know, by the way, Mr. Smith, uh, we charge the initial consultation fee. The initial investment is $100. Uh, then we will apply that to whatever treatment program you are interested in. How did you want to take care of the $100 today? Three Visa, MasterCard, American Express, Discover. So the third step in the appointment-making process and getting appointments to show is agreeing on a mutually beneficial time for the prospect to come in. So, you know, what I found is if you're really trying to force people into time slots, that that's not good for them, a lot of times people will say yes, either to get them off the phone or they're not going to be upfront and transparent with you that that's not a good time for them to come in because they're working. It's stressful to try to get off during that hour. So we do want to get people in immediately when they make an appointment. We want people to... Uh, you know, come in as soon as possible because when you're on the phone with them and they're making an appointment or after they've seen one of your ads and that's why they're calling, uh, you know, we need to create that urgency of let's get you in right away. Now, I know that that's not always possible to get them in right away. Uh, however, your first open scheduling appointment that benef mutually is beneficial to both you and the patient, we really kind of have to work around their schedule. Um, that's going to be the best way to, uh, you know, come up with the time, solidify that, that they've said, okay, yes, that works for me. At that point, you can charge them their consultation fee. Um, I think when you do schedule an appointment with somebody who's going to come in, I think you need to outline what they can expect during their visit. So really, this comes down to, you know, Mr. Smith, so, you know, thank you so much for, uh, scheduling your first visit. We're going to see you Thursday at 10 a.m. What's going to happen is when you arrive, uh, my staff will greet you. 
we're going to have you fill out just a little bit of paperwork, or maybe you're going to send that to them in advance. Uh, it'll be hardly, you know, there's, we don't have any weights in our practice or, you know, we're, we're very timely. We'll take you back right away. I'm going to sit down, find out a little bit about you, tell you a little bit about us and then come up with the best treatment program that works for you. How does that sound? So uh, people do like to have structure. So, you know, a lot of times when, you know, you have you ever walked into somewhere you're really not familiar with and you're saying to yourself, I wonder what this is all about. Well, had somebody laid out some, you know, clear guidelines as to what's going to happen during that visit, I think that you know, you'll be much more successful in getting buy-in because they do understand that it's a process. You're going to do this, this, and this. And you're always really trying to show them how easy it is, not difficult it is. So uh, again, you know, important to just lay out the visit, you know, what you're going to do with them, uh, what is the particular first consult, what does it entail? Uh, what does it encompass? And then I love to just kind of tell people we're going to find you know a great solution for you and take care of you. And then they lose a little bit more of a buy-in. So the, be the better relationship you build, the more you outline what specifically those uh, consultations are going to look like, uh, the more buy-in you're going to get from your prospective patient. Because a lot of people just go around, they're going to make you know appointments that they just never even intend to show up or they, when you speak to them they've maybe had a change of mind a change of heart maybe they went somewhere else and they're just kind of yesing you on the appointment uh, if we do all of these things then it'll be much easier to predict an appointment show or have our attitude as they're going to show and not that they're going to not show um, so a, another very important aspect of it is obviously the communication aspect of it is ongoing. So you want to have great communication with that prospect. And one of the best ways to communicate them is via email and text. So I suggest that when you, after you make the appointment, you put it into your EMR, or whatever system you're using, it should have automation behind it. The moment you set the appointment, you should have an email being sent out to that prospect, just welcome them and remind, reminding them again about their appointment. And they also, if you have the capabilities, and it's a great idea if you don't, is to send them an automated text. You know, thank you for scheduling your appointment with XYZ Practice. We look forward to seeing you on Friday the 24th at this time. Uh, let us know if you have any questions. And then we're going to set that automation up to make sure that the day before their appointment, it reminds them as well. Now, at that point, they should also be getting a phone call to confirm their appointment. So confirmations are super important. Um, we want somebody to confirm all the appointments because what happens is, you know, with appointments, and I know this from experience, is that the shorter the time frame and window that they speak and they're coming in, the more likely they are to show up. So let's say you speak to somebody on Monday and, you know, the appointment, the best appointment time for a Monday person would obviously be Tuesday come in the very next day or maybe Wednesday the latest. Now, sometimes your schedule doesn't permit or maybe their schedule doesn't fit. But if it, once you get to five, six, seven days out and above, you're typically going to see a, a, their excitement level is going to start to come down. So don't forget when they're speaking to your team on the phone, that's when they're most excited. That's when they're the hottest. That's when they're really you know thinking about, hey, I want to take care of myself and I want to I take care of this now. 
but as days elapse, if you're not communicating with them, so if you're scheduling an appointment, there's no email, there's no text, there's no phone call until that appointment, and the appointment ends up being a week and a half later, there's a very good chance that you're going to lose that prospect either to another practice uh, or to a loss of interest, typically. Um, so the more time you give people to think about things, the more time they might just go the other way, not the way that you are anticipating or that you want. So again, the good way to remedy this is, you know, send out that text message, make sure they're getting an email and you can automate that through any system that you're using. Make sure at the very least they're getting a phone call after, uh, excuse me, right before their appointment. So that way, you know, they've had multiple touch points. So if you get email, text on the first day, and then email, text the day before, phone call the day before, you have five contacts there. Uh, two texts, two emails, one uh, conversation, hopefully. Or if nobody answers, just make sure you, use, you know, leave a really nice message on the machine. You know, I'm so excited for you to come and we're so excited to partner with you and your health. And, and, and this is the time we'll see you. You know, if you have any questions, please give us a call. Now, I would not say, one thing I, I see people saying is, is I wouldn't say any kind of text messages or even in a conversation. I would not say, if that time doesn't work for you, let us know. Because as soon as you have a negative connotation to it, you're actually letting people know, well, it's okay if they don't show up. And maybe if they think it's free, they're just going to come in uh, another time or, or you know, whenever they decide, or not at all. So very important that you don't, you speak, everything needs to be spoken in positive terms. Um, make sure that they're, you know, you continue that connection and keeping that prospect excited and that there's no negativity to the messaging at all. It's not okay to say if you don't want to come in. If they can't, that's one thing. If you kind of subliminally encourage it by saying in a messaging or in a phone call, if you can't make it, you know, just let me know. We want to really keep it toward. We can't wait for you to get here. We're looking forward to, you know, again, partnering with you and your health. And what I also like to do, you know, taking a step backwards is that when we're setting an appointment, let them know that they're going to be receiving communications. That way they don't feel like they're being spammed, which typically they won't if they've already made a commitment to you. So, you know, I sign up Mr. Smith for a consultation. Great, Mr. Smith. We'll see you on Friday, the 27th. In the meantime, you're going to receive a text message and an email as soon as I hit the save button. Uh, right before your appointment, the day before, you're going to also receive a text message and an email. And someone from the office will be calling you to confirm your appointment. So when you cover all these bases, and, you know, sometimes we think that, wow, this is a lot. You know, i got to think of a lot of things. I've got to remember that I need to you know, build rapport with the person and find some kind of commonality or, you know, break the ice, uh, see what they're actually interested in. Or number two, I'm not really sure if I should charge a consultation fee. Um, number three, you have to set up some time that's obviously mutually beneficial for the patient and for yourself or the prospective patient yourself. Uh, number four, we want to make sure we outline, you know, what they can expect from their visit, you know, what's going to be happening, kind of takes the mystery out of it, makes them feel at ease and comfort. Because when people are coming into your, uh, your center, they don't know exactly what the treatments entail. They just read about some of the symptoms and some of the remedies. Uh, they can be a little intimidated by that, not knowing what to expect. So by preparing them prior to getting there, you're always going to be increasing your show percentage. 
uh, percentages. Also, uh, you know, the final point I made was sending them appointment reminders via text and email. Uh, as soon as they're enter entered into your system, as soon as they're in the EMR or CRM or whatever it is that you, you're using. Now, just to give some bonus time here is then on the day of the appointment, when they do show up, um, you're greeting them, you're thanking them, and it's on with business as usual. Do the things you outlined in that initial call, um, you know, taking them through your process. If they don't show up, that's when we need just immediate follow-up. So that immediate follow-up should be a phone call. That needs to be a warm and fuzzy phone call, not a, you know, why were you late kind of phone call. Now, and you do have people that are chronically late, and those are decisions you need to make as to whether you actually want to schedule this consultation to them. They keep rescheduling or they don't show. However, the most important thing is the minute, like within 15 minutes after them not showing, you need to call them and just make sure everything's all right. Hey, Mr. Smith, you know, uh, just want to let you know, this is Dr. X. Um, we we're waiting for you over at X practice. Uh, looking forward to your consultation. Uh, you might be running a few minutes late. Just give me a quick call back. Just let me know everything's okay. Then leave your number. Um, you don't want to say, hey, uh, I've been waiting for you. And you're not here. You know, where are you? Or you're just getting agitated about it. That's not going to, you know, it's not going to really um, be beneficial for anybody. So super important that like, having all this communication down the way you should communicate. Uh, now, when you do the follow-up, if they now if they paid it's a whole nother story i mean you know typically they're going to have when they have skin in the game they're going to be more likely to communicate with you uh, if it's free and you just don't hear from them it's and it's typical i mean it really is typical some practices it's 50 67 percent of appointments not showing up and it's super you know it's frustrating uh, especially when it's wasting your time. I've seen some practices schedule four consultations a day and all four consultations didn't show up. So talk about a high level of frustration. But, you know, the gist of this all is that you're the one who sets the tone. Your practice sets the tone for your appointments and your prospective patients. If you're looking at it as, uh, I can't wait to help them, you know, uh, great, I'm going to be communicate with my patients or prospective patients really well. Uh, I'm going to wow them with professionalism, kindness, and understanding. You're going to get a lot further than the flip side of that, whereas you're being accusatory. Uh, why didn't you show up? Uh, I'm not going to do this again. Schedule you if you don't show up. Everything should be a positive conversation, working together to um, you know, be a team. I mean, you are going to be part of their medical team now, prescribing and treating you know, whatever it is that the challenges they have to overcome. So positive communication is key. Um, this is why that whole, I start off with rapport building, because once people like you or they get a sense that they like you, the more that there's a chance that they're gonna wanna be a part of whatever it is that you're doing. And obviously, you know, to increase revenues and to have your practice, you know, on the right path forward, you need to have new patients always in a constant flow. So I hope this was helpful. Um, if you have any questions, uh, you can call me directly at 888-292-1147, or you can visit www.medicalmarketingsolution.com. There's no S on the end. Uh, we do provide medical practices with web development, search engine optimization, lead generation, consulting, webinars, sales and marketing trading, and our Vortex call, Concierge Call Center. So call us for more information. Hope this was helpful for you, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks.